Hello and welcome to the Anchor Book Club podcast. My name is Olaolua Oladoku and I'll be your host today as we continue our review of The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. We'll be reviewing chapter 7 titled The Gaze of the Soul. The Gaze of the Soul. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. One of the fundamental things the Bible teaches is the idea of faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. In fact, without faith, the whole idea of Christianity becomes futile. Since faith is this important, it is no wonder we get to ask ourselves expedient questions about it, like, what is faith? And do I have faith? Oftentimes, we have seen faith thoughts and described to us as a believing and receiving mechanism, with emphasis on seeing things, saying things, and um, seeing the things that we believe in physical reality. So the more physical results a person has, the more faith we say he or she has. Hebrews 11 verse 1 gives us a functional description of faith. That is how it operates. The Bible also describes faith in other portions of scripture as a gift of God. It is also described um, in manner of how it comes. In Romans it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In Numbers chapter 21 we witness the story of Moses and the Israelites. The Israelites Israelites spoke against God and he sent serpents to sting or bite them as it were and in a show of mercy as an antidote to the affliction that had um, fallen upon them God instructed Moses to raise up a serpent and that whoever looked upon the serpent would be um, speared and um, would have their life back In John chapter 3, Jesus uses this event as a depiction of what salvation meant. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We see all of that in John chapter 3. The similarity here is simple. The Israelites had to look. And in John 3, the new creation believer has to believe. So as the Israelites had to look at the serpents that they may live, we have to look with our internal eyes, with our internal eyes unto Jesus that we may be saved. We have to open our internal eyes to see Jesus for our own salvation. Faith is the gaze of a soul upon a saving God. I'd like to read from the book quickly. 
it says and i read when he had seen this he would remember passages he had read before and their meaning would come flooding over him now that part can follow from something that had been written earlier but let me go straight to where i want to focus on they looked upon him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed Unto thee lift I up my eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of our mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God, until that he have mercy upon us. Psalm 123, 1-2 Here the man seeking mercy looks straight at the God of mercy, and never takes his eyes away from him till mercy is granted. As our Lord Himself looked always at God. The book of Hebrews, after listing various dexterous feats achieved by men and women of great faith, encourages us to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Faith is not a one off act but the continuous gaze of our hearts upon Jesus. Believing then is directing our hearts' attention to Jesus. I'd like to read again from the book. It says here that faith is the least self-regarding of the virtues. It is by its very nature scarcely conscious of its own existence. Like the eye which sees everything in front of it and never sees itself, faith is occupied with the object upon which it rests and pays no attention to itself at all. While we are looking at God, we do not see ourselves. Blessed Redance. The man who has struggled to purify himself and has had nothing but repeated failures will experience real relief when he stops tinkering with his soul and looks away to the perfect one. While he looks at Christ, the very things he has so long long been trying to do will be getting done within him. It will be God working in him to will and to do. Faith is not in itself a meritorious act. The merit is in the one toward whom it is directed. Faith is not in itself a meritorious act. The merit is in the one toward whom it is directed. When we lift our inward eyes to gaze upon God, we are sure to meet friendly eyes gazing back at us. When the eyes of the soul looking out meet the eyes of God looking in, heaven has begun right here on earth. Once again, I would like to read from the book quickly. It says, Since believing is looking, it can be done anytime. No season is superior to another season, for this sweetest of all acts. God never made salvation depend upon new moons or holy days or Sabbaths. A man is not nearer to Christ on Easter Sunday than he is, say, on Saturday, August 3. Or Monday, August 4. As long as Christ sits on the mediatorial throne, sorry, on the mediatorial throne, every day is a good day and all days are days of salvation. Neither does place matter in this blessed work of believing God. 
Lift your hearts and let it rest upon Jesus, and you are instantly in a sanctuary, though it be a poor man's birth or a factory or a kitchen. You can see God from anywhere if your mind is set to love and obey Him. This life is for every child of God, regardless of calling or career path. A life of fellowship is the lifeline of a believer. So even when we are compelled to withdraw our conscious attention to attend to other matters, there still can go a secret, continuous communion with God within us. The strength of our corporate fellowship is dependent on the strength of our individual fellowship. One doesn't matter more than the other. They are equally important. And I believe that we can agree that the body becomes stronger as all its members become healthier. Same way the body of Christ is edified based on the strength of the individual fellowship of its members. That's all of it today, guys. Thank you for joining me once again. And as always, I would encourage you to spend time in fellowship personally with God, spend time in prayer and in study of the word. Thank you once again for sharing your day with me. Have a lovely day. God bless you.